next on the 5 o'clock report. It's going to be a little bit hectic. Prices reinflate in the first 100 days of the year. Customers should be able to find what they want for a reasonable price. We have sanctions on Cuba and on Venezuela. They seem to know where their keys are, just not their deadly weapons. Now, let's go to the newsroom. Good afternoon and welcome to the broadcast. I'm Family Life News anchor Sarah Harnish. The travel rush is on. I'm coming from Atlanta, but I'm headed back to Puerto Rico. When you're traveling for the holidays, you sort of anticipate that it's going to be um, a little bit hectic. 115 million Americans are traveling the week between Christmas and New Year's Day. And today is one of the busiest days. Americans now heading home and into a potential travel nightmare. Heavy rain caused issues in Pennsylvania. New York blanketed in fog. Millions are under flood alerts. Eastern Pennsylvania logged four inches of rain yesterday. Today is one of the worst days to drive if you're flying today, also one of the busiest days. I just found out our flight is delayed by about an hour. On Wednesday, Southwest Airlines accounted for 1,600 delays of the more than 6,000 delays nationwide, but it was nowhere near last year's Christmas meltdown when the airline canceled nearly 17,000 flights, leaving millions stranded. Start early. Be on time. Meanwhile, prices at the pump have generally been down this year, but that could change this winter. Here's oil analyst Tom Kloza. Bottom line is most of the deflation for gasoline is over now, and we'll see prices reinflate in the first 100 days of the year. But we're paying about the same as we were last year for gas. The average for regular gasoline is $3.12 a gallon nationwide. It's three forty dollars a gallon in Pennsylvania and three thirty-five dollars a gallon in New York. After two years of inflation, a global pandemic, and one of the largest strikes in the auto workers industry in American history, experts say it looks like it might be a buyer's market for vehicles in 2024 for the first time in years. Brian Moody is executive director of Kelly Blue Book. 2024 will look a lot more normal to the average shopper. Low inventory and supply shortages left people with few options these past couple years. There were three dealerships that we felt we could work with in our area, and only one of those three had a van on the lot for us to look at. Andrea Smith is a mom in upstate New York that was looking for a minivan. The price that we ended up paying for our van was a third of the price of what we purchased our home for. Moody says with factories coming back to full production, inventory has been recovering. The boost in availability means more options on the lot. In 2024, there's an abundance of both new and used cars, and so customers should be able to find what they want for a reasonable price. Now to our southern border. We're getting more details about America's smackdown yesterday as top Biden cabinet officials met with the president of Mexico over illegal immigration. 35,000 people crossed illegally this past week alone. Mexico has a price tag if the U.S. wants them to step in. President Obrador has said he's willing to do more but wants the Biden administration to ease sanctions on Cuba and Venezuela and increase aid to Latin America. Texas Sheriff Brad Coe says Mexico is asking too much. They're willing to help us only if we lift sanctions on Cuba and on Venezuela. It gives them an advantage both ways for Mexico. They're helping Venezuela. Venezuela's going to help them by either economically or strategically of some sort. Same thing with Cuba. Build up some bases there and be another terror on our southern border. 
Meanwhile, another large migrant caravan is making its way through Mexico to the U.S. Now to the Middle East and an update in Gaza. We begin with Fox correspondent Trey Yinkst. Israel is fighting a conflict on multiple fronts as battles expand inside Gaza amid the backdrop of a humanitarian disaster. Further north, fierce battles are ongoing between the IDF and Hamas as ground operations expand across the Strip. Former U.S. Ambassador to Israel David Friedman says everyone is ignoring the elephant in the room. No one's paying attention to Iran, which is stirring the pot with other terror organizations in the region. Iran has taken military actions against the United States, and of course, in in that context, the United States should respond accordingly. I mean, that's what America does when it's attacked, and those are the actions that that keeps this from escalating into something bigger. Israel said its next war might be with Hezbollah, which is backed by Iran. New York has just opted into a summer food program for children. Family Life's Greg Gillespie has the story. Two million low-income children across New York State will benefit from $200 million in federal funding now set aside. Those meals will be provided during the summer when the children are not in school. The state has opted into the U.S. Department of Agriculture's Summer Electronic Benefit Transfer Program. New York covers half the cost. The other half comes from federal funds through the USDA. Families will receive $120 for food per child during the summer months. Eligibility is based on the family income. Greg Gillespie, Family Life News. Pennsylvania state lawmakers are looking at a bill that would revoke your concealed carry permit if you take a gun through a TSA checkpoint at the airport. TSA spokesperson Lisa Farbstein tells WHTM this. Interestingly enough, they seem to know where their keys are and their wallet is, just not their deadly weapon. Allegheny Democratic Representative Dan Frankel. It's something that is probably would motivate people to take more care and pay more attention to their firearms. In recent days, the TSA encountered hidden weapons in Harrisburg and Pittsburgh. 18 guns a day are seized at American airports. Supporters plan to introduce the Pennsylvania bill next month. In tech news, Apple gets to sell its watch again. Two higher-end models of the Apple Watch, the Series 9 and Ultra 2, can go on sale again for now after a court lifted a halt over a patent dispute. The Federal International Trade Commission had said that Apple was improperly using patented tech technologies in its blood oxygen measurement system on the watches. That's CBS's Christopher Cruz. And in the Poconos of Pennsylvania, there is a high of 36 degrees in a few days, but it ain't no thing. They're getting ready for a polar plunge. The Tafton Fire Company dive team and the Ledgedale dive team are teaming up to host their annual polar plunge on New Year's Day at First Class Marina at Lake Wallenpawpack. Ledgedale dive team captain Joe Sladzinski says this. Lake's a big lake and it's not only it's not the only lake that we service and we service together you only have so many people everyone's a volunteer so you sometimes cannot get a full crew during the day so we many 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 times have to mix match our our teams together last year's plunge raised more than twenty thousand dollars still to come on the five o'clock report a quick peek at all the top stories of 2023 and the parents of a six-year-old gave her the christmas gift of a lifetime those stories after weather with ken McKinley. 
cloudy skies, areas of fog, and some drizzle. Temperatures a few degrees either side of 40 by daybreak. Mostly cloudy through our Friday today. Look for temperatures generally in the 40s, maybe 50 or a bit better in some Pennsylvania spots. A couple of showers here and there, mainly in New York locations. As we move to Saturday, a little bit of rain in the morning and maybe some wet snow in New York locations, but no serious accumulation in Pennsylvania. A little bit of rain or shower activity in the afternoon. Some sun coming out for Sunday and maybe a little bit of snow for Sunday night and early Monday in some New York locations. The temperatures on Sunday will be in the 30s and it'll likely be below freezing all day Monday despite some sun breaking out. Thank you, Ken. Today's Family Life News feature is a preview of our annual Family Life News Year in Review. We'll give you the full half-hour version tomorrow in the noon report, remembering the stories, the people, and the issues of the year. To get you ready for tomorrow, here's a sneak peek. Rockets targeted central Israel, sending hundreds of thousands of people to bomb shelters. Also, many of the southern communities, including this one, took fire from Gaza. A flash of light as a funnel cloud swirls in Salina, Texas, one of at least seven reported tornadoes across the south over the last 24 hours. Imagine encountering this craziness as you enter the New York City subway system. Filthy water, waist deep. These guys tried wearing garbage bags to stay dry. Hundreds of wildfires continue to burn across Canada. The smoke has more than 55 million Americans under air quality alerts. More than 6,000 buildings crumbled or up in smoke. Day four in Turkey and Syria, and the death toll has climbed to more than 20,000. A 17-year-old high school girl is still alive beneath the rubble. She managed to message a friend of hers. So rescuers are working bucket by bucket. A Norfolk Southern freight train traveling from Illinois to Pennsylvania derailed in a fiery crash in East Palestine, Ohio. Hunter Biden defied a subpoena from House Republicans to testify behind closed doors. We begin our report at the border, where 60,000 migrants are waiting. As a crisis grows at the U.S.-Mexico border, we're seeing the impacts right here in our region. New York's legal assistance group says so many migrants are asking for legal help on asylum representation and health care access. American citizens who need legal assistance with issues like eviction and insurance have to wait up to 10 weeks. We're at our limit. If you're going to leave your country, go somewhere else. This country is going in the wrong direction. You have no Let foreign me. policy experience and it shows. And you know what? It shows. So who came out on top? The consensus? It was a tie. An Atlanta-based grand jury indicted former President Donald Trump on state charges. So stop using government to go after people who politically disagree with you. The office of Speaker of the House is hereby declared vacant. While McCarthy may be gone, you can't beat something with nothing. And the forces that have removed him from the speakership don't have a second in command. Congress avoided a government shutdown this past week, led by the new Republican House Speaker Mike Johnson. From Missouri to Ohio and into the Detroit suburbs, it's first ever strike against all of the big three automakers at the same time. More than 11,000 movie and television writers in Hollywood's Writers Guild went on strike. The industry is saying, we're losing money on these businesses. This is not the time to be trying to squeeze us. Both sides reached an agreement over protections and compensation for actors in the use of their images via artificial intelligence. Macy Petty says biological men aren't just 
taking the place of female athletes, they're putting them at risk of career-ending injuries. I mean, you're undressing in that locker room. Lee's teammates did it 18 times per week. They undress in front of him. So, I mean, that's sexual harassment. Secret Service is now investigating suspected cocaine discovered inside of the White House. They gotta know who did it. The U.S. Supreme Court today dealt a major blow to affirmative action in higher education, striking down race-conscious admissions programs at Harvard University and the University of North Carolina. The full version of our year-end wrap-up airs in the Friday Family Life Noon Report. It's our annual Family Life Year in Review tomorrow at noon. This special and new bonus content will be added to our news podcast page, and you can check it out there. Time next for tonight's Market Report brought to you by Faithward Advisors. Here's Family Life's Dave Margolotti. Stocks are mixed today. The S&P 500 now half a percent away from reaching its all-time high, while the Dow Jones Industrial Average set its own record after yesterday's close. Initial claims ending the week of December 23 came in at 218,000. That was higher than the consensus and higher than the prior report. Pending home sales month over month came in 0% lower than the consensus and the prior report. The New York Times suing Microsoft and OpenAI for improper use of the publisher's public intellectual property to train its AI language models. The U.S. appeals court gave Apple a temporary halt on the import ban established on the tech company's Apple Watches. The ban coming after medtech company Massimo claimed that Apple's watches are infringing on its blood oxygen detectors that are built into the watches. That ban will be in place until January 10th, which will allow consumers to purchase the watches in store and online. Crude oil today closing under $72 a barrel. The Dow gaining 53 points. The Nasdaq fell four. The S&P 500 up a point. Faithward Advisors is a Christian financial planning firm helping faithful stewards do more online at faithwardadvisors.com. Have you memorized Proverbs 21.5, steady plotting brings prosperity, hasty speculation brings poverty? Hi, I'm Rob West with today's Faith and Finance Minute. You may know it by heart, but taking it to heart is a different thing. It's a double-edged verse, and you must follow both parts to be financially successful. The two sides of Proverbs 21.5 are about not giving up and not giving in. Steady plotting is not giving up when things get tough. Hasty speculation is giving in to greed. Everyone experiences financial setbacks. You can't control that, but you can control how you respond to them. Stay on budget, continue to save, and avoid debt no matter what. That's steady plotting. So don't give up and don't give in. Get biblical answers to your financial questions in the FaithFi community. Download FaithFi, Faith and Finance, in your app store or visit faithfi.com. Coming up on the 5 o'clock report, best gift ever. The parents that found a stuffed animal that was missing for a year. You're going to love their daughter's reaction. We'll play it right after weather with Ken McKinley. Clouds will persist as we head through the night tonight, and there'll be some fog, some drizzle from time to time. Temperatures falling off a little bit, but not much, staying well above freezing. It'll be a mostly cloudy day tomorrow. A couple of isolated showers in some spots, but not a lot of widespread or heavy precipitation. Temperatures mostly in the 40s tomorrow, maybe 50 or a bit better in some Pennsylvania spots. As we move to Saturday, a little bit of rain and perhaps some wet snow in some New York locations in the morning. The clouds will persist right through the afternoon in most all areas, and temperatures generally in the 40s, although some western areas will stay in the upper 30s. 
Thank you, Ken. Finally, at five, sometimes new gifts aren't the best gifts. A little six-year-old got a big surprise under the tree this week. A pound puppy that she was inseparable with since birth found in a box from the family's move. It had been missing for over a year. Little Taylor opened it like a Christmas gift on Monday morning. It's a good thing. Those are tears of joy. Her mom writing, thank goodness for Christmas miracles. And that is the world that we live in for Thursday, December 28th. I'm Sarah Harnish, and this is the 5 o'clock report on Family Life.